Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Did you know that the Eavesdrop podcast started on Anchor.fm? And Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is. So if you're one of those people who has an idea for a great podcast, please check out Anchor. It's a Spotify-owned company, and it makes it easy for everybody to start their own podcast. And how easy, you ask? Well, they have everything you need. Um, all you content creators, they you can um, record on the site, you can have transitions, and there's SFX also. And that's why we chose Anchor, because none of us knew how to do a podcast. <laughs> Cast, but hey, so, here we are. So if we can do it, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> we believe in you. So check out the eavesdrop on anchor.fm. This ad is brought to you by Anchor by Spotify. everyone we are back for another riveting <laughs> I, I like that riveting episode of the eavesdrop podcast my name is jelly my name is francesca and this is del and we're going to start it off by reading out some of the feedback that you've sent to us please keep it coming mm -hmm. on whichever whichever way you can send it over to us because we do love reading them and what happens is if you send it to either just one of us we send it to our chat group. So we're all aware of what you think of our show. Thank you. We also wouldn't mind negative feedback because, you know, that would be something we can work on and improve. We really just want to hear honesty from you guys. So please keep sending them in. We've got one from, I'm not sure if I can mention her name, but... The lady will know that we're talking about her. Hi, ladies. A friend of mine has mentioned your podcast channel to me a few times in 2019, and I only got the chance to tune in literally on New Year's Day, and I have been hooked since. I just love how you guys inspire and empower without losing your vulnerability and transparency. I love your episodes on emotional and mental healing. They are really helpful and enlightening. You have no idea how amazing you ladies are. Keep up the awesome job. Okay, I'll say her name. It's Soda Cap. 
511. That's her uh, her handle. Thank you. And wow, she sent one you. on a separate note, but she doesn't want to have that read. She had a suggestion for a topic. So cool. we want that too. Thank you. Yeah, we'll definitely use that. Also on Twitter. Okay, you can follow us at, at Eve's Podcast. Um, from Anne, she said, I got tired of listening to music this week, so I got curious on podcasts. I've listened to a few others, but I'm loving the eavesdrop so far. I'm almost done with all of the episodes. very cool thank you very much and then a couple of other um uh, people on twitter of course mary alex always um giving us feedback but um there was two yes that joel says i can't stop listening to this episode this is my fourth time now it's the one with sanaya healing for the heart and mind Mm. and body or in soul i forget the title of her (laughs) episode (laughs) um also see ron emil Ronan Sparks on Twitter. Thanks for the episode Super Supermodel with Bianca Valerio and Sonia Smith. It mm. helped me understand myself. I really can relate to your stories. Oh, wow. So these are episodes that we did um, last year and people are just now getting to listen to it. This so- morning we were tagged from the episode Fighting. Oh, it's really? one of our first few episodes. Yeah. Uh, Somebody's just uh, either listening to it now or re-listening to it. I love it. So Thank you. Fight. Oh, so of, let me check out the name so I can. Okay, so don't up. forget on Twitter it's at Eve's Podcast. On uh, if you want to email us because we've gotten really wonderful emails, um, Jeannie is the latest one to email us. Uh, it's a lengthy one, but uh, Jeannie, I forwarded it to the gang, so they'll read it and uh, we'll we'll summarize it uh, in another episode. But it is uh, you can email us at evesdropcast at gmail for any violent reactions okay the lady who tagged us with the fighting episode oh honey how are we supposed to read out your handle rctspnvlsc dot inc you know who you are tell us how we're supposed to say your name but thanks for listening to uh fighting and the she quoted ang daming ano the popo got me You know, I love it when they yeah, quote the things that we say and they do it verbatim. Like, I'm wondering how long they do, do they pause and then jot it down just so they're able to uh, send it to us. It's really amusing. Thank you, you guys. Uh, All right. But today, thanks to uh, Paul's email. Mm-hmm, Paul Escano. Paul asked us to tackle toxic Filipino culture. Oh, there's a lot of that. He's because okay. So Paul says he's been in Australia for about ten years, um, and I, I'll quote him: "As a Filipino living abroad, I've noticed we have a lot of traits that are admirable. However, we also have a lot of toxic, unpleasant traits due to culture, upbringing, and religion, etc. So we'll do that. We'll we'll talk. Ta- blah, 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 blah. We'll tackle that today." <laughs> Full of okay. alcohol. <laughs> alcohol kagad. So, not even so meron. No, meron we can see. Um, you have easy access to wine right there. No, no, but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch this. I'm jealous. Know. Why is it? No, it's good, but it's been like sitting there for about a week. Eh, vinic suka na yan. It's vinic. Oh, suka na yan. Pero malamig kasi di ba? So hindi siya na ano. Anyway, okay. uh, toxic Filipino trait. So if, if Paul Escano is living in Australia, I wonder what's his perspective. Like Filipino culture, uh, the culture of Filipinos living abroad, 
Kasi iba rin yun, ha? Uh-huh. Like, uh, yeah, so Filipinos friends, are more behaved when they're out of the country. <laughs> no, I mean the politics among the Filipinos in a different country. Uh, so one of the things I'll start that I heard from my friend was that, uh, especially for OFWs, pag nagkaroon ng ingitan, they will get you in trouble if they know you've got problems with papers or what have you, whatever <gasps> mm. it is, they what? will be the one yeah. to report you. No way! Yeah. Yes. Why? And oh my yeah. God. And, and so I'll set the scenario. So my, my one of my best friends used to uh, be a, a, a nanny, mm-hmm. a live-in nanny of uh, in, in Hong Kong. And she had made friends, some friends here and there, of course, you know, nag-uusap sila about their lives. And then I think... Two, two of the OFWs had said something bad about their papers or, or lacking in requirements or whatever it was. And then in nag-away, <laughs> ayun, nag- sinumbong nung isa yung isa. Oh my God. Yeah. That's and, the most evil uh, thing to do. Sorry. That's, yeah, that's, so th- that's just what I'm thinking that Paul Escano, because if you're Filipino and you're in the, in Manila or in the Philippines living there, it's harder to see, the ba? Uh-uh. Sometimes the toxic, I know. But when you're in a different back, when you're in a different country, the backdrop is different. So you can see yourself clearly, just the contrast, right? What is you, and then what's like Americans or Australians or whatever. So masakikita nila. But yon ang one of the things that they complain about. They tawag nila sinusuplong yung mga kababayan pagka nakaingitan or I, I don't. Yeah, and they're also like super, super duper flashy. Yes. They like uh, uh, they yes. like to flaunt that they have made it in just a US. Like yeah. I've heard this from relatives and and some friends like as in yung bahay nila parang pag may party lahat ilalabas ng you know mm-hmm. lahat mahal, ganon. and then they like to show off and and to show each other that I'm doing better here than you. Mm. Oh. We encountered that in Nigeria, and this was in the 80s, Mm-mm. because we were, it was a very small Filipino community. They had more Filipino families going there in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. but when it got to mid-80s, 90s, wala na yung families, you would just have the, the men coming in, working uh-huh. there. Um, so the older Filipino families that have been living in Nigeria for quite some time. What my mom noticed was, uh, just like Del said, they were very flashy, like parties <laughs> every single weekend. Oh, Everyone is invited. Um, the cars are upgraded. The latest car, they would have it already. Just, and you know, they're so in debt. And I was, and I was asking my mom, you know, how come? Um, is there is the company that they're working for like the the dad and it's only the dad who would be working the mm-hmm. mom is always a stay at home mom I'm like is the the company that he's working for really good because how are they able to change their car all the time and we the teenagers Sorry. in Nigeria have um, what they do since there are no clubs there are no malls to hang out in what we do is uh, what we call yawo. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cruising around. You just get into a car and you're just driving around the city. Like oh. from one roundabout to another. You're just <laughs> going yao, just going around. And I never get to go with them. And I wanted to. But then they get to do that because they have the, the fancy cars that the kids get to use. So I was asking my mom about it. And she said, well, Jell, they're, 
they're doing really good here, mm. but that's just here. Mm. Back in the Philippines, they own nothing. Oh. You know, so my mom was trying to explain to me that mm-hmm. don't be envious mm-hmm. of the lifestyle that they have here because what's more important is are they able to save? Do they have yeah. anything to go back to mm-hmm. when they go to the Philippines because they're just contractual here in Nigeria? Right. You know, but yeah, Filipinos are indeed you know, show-offs, especially when they're in <laughs> other countries. Listen, grab it. Every single weekend, party. Grab it. Mm. I think my my experience with, um, uh, like, Phil Am culture, like, let's say they, they migrated to the States and now they live and reside there. Um, let's say they grew up here. They grew up in the Philippines and then now they're based in the States and let's say they've been based there for a lengthy amount of time too. Like, it's their home now. Mm. You know, they're American citizens or whatever. Um, the way they look at the Philippines now that they're living in the States is more like, I, I'll never go back there. Mm. Like, Poi, that's, your, <laughs> that's your roots. What's wrong with you? But um, they, they look at it like, oh, no, no, yeah, never mind. I'm like, I'm like, yes, maybe you're well, more well off here, but don't forget, you know, it, the Philippines is still your home. Yeah. And it's like, there's a lot of luxuries that we have here that you don't have there. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, and you can, you can say that about anywhere. You know, I mean, it's it's just that I I think the one that gets my goat is that they look down upon their country now. Now that they're living yeah. in a first world country, Kumbaga. Like, hey, don't right. no, no, condescending. It's not, yeah, it's condescending. It's not necessary. <laughs> really, isn't? Saka parang yung nakaano parang nung umusog na yung buhay niya, umayos na yung buhay niya, biglang, ay, ano yan? Yeah. Oh, like that. Like that. I'm like, hey, don't forget where you came from. You started from the bottom, now you're here, but still. Okay. Nung isang araw, nung isang araw, nagluto ko ng adobo, tapos sabi ni Cooper, oh, mom, this is really good adobo. What? Adobo. Anong adobo? Anong adobo? And I really made fun of him. And he was like, adobo. Yun. Hindi ka, hindi ka Amerikano ha? Pilipino ka rin. So, hindi adobo. And Tyler was like, yeah, what's adobo? What's what's adobo? Oh, about even <laughs> Tyler. Main the kumahan kasi na adobo si Tyler, so he knows it. Torta and adobo, adobo. Torta. Torta. Oh my god! I think though, you know, for you, um, just a side note, the because uh, we we migrated to the states when I was very young, but I had a, a nanny who would speak to us in Tagalog, and that's the only reason why I know and can understand it in my very off way. <laughs> Because it's not perfect, but I can understand it and I can, and I can speak it some. And I think you have to do that. You have to talk to them constantly in Tagalog so they don't forget it. Oh, but 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 so many people ask me that. Actually, when I go online, Mm-mm. everyone's like, I hope your kids still know how to speak Tagalog. And, you know, when I when I see my this, my siblings, kids, my nephews and my nieces, like my nephew and my niece from my eldest sister. Mm-mm. Like they're crazy with language, like really good with English, mm-hmm. and they've got they, they have an American accent, pero naman pang nagtagalog matatas yung wow. ang lalim. Nice. Oh, tago- and then but then I was thinking about it like Del, why can't you do this? Because mm-hmm. I have a huge part of me that's deep Tagalog, and mm-hmm. that comes from my mom and her sister living with us and my lola and all that. And then I was thinking ah, kasi yung mga kapatid ko. 
they're able to talk to each other in Tagalog with their spouse. Right. So even if there's an, an uh, speak English kind of rule, cultural rule in the Philippines, Mm-mm. I mean, the kids can still hear their parents talk in Tagalog. Whether And then if you have a yaya, Mm-mm. your parents are going to talk to z- the yaya in Tagalog. So you cannot escape Tagalog. Mm-mm. I'm super outnumbered and I have totally nobody to talk sure. Tagalog with. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, so that's my struggle because especially if you're doing uh, things on your yeah. own. Yeah. Uh-uh. This is the last thing I need, okay? Right. I need my, my, I get it. my day to get it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So, and it's hard because I, I read, see Parker and Harper used to understand it very well. Mm-mm. And just in the short amount of time that we were here and they didn't hear me talking to my kid sister, their tita in, in the Philippines mm-hmm. and then the drivers and the yayas, you know, wala na talaga. Mm, like, yeah. Cooper, uh, Parker was like, what you saying, mama? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What is that? Which one, I, I want to pull it back again. My struggle is that I have nobody to talk and Yeah, there's nobody with. to bounce it off of. I understand. Kasi, Don't as, be so hard on yourself, Del, if they're not fluent in yeah. Tagalog and they have an accent. Because it's true. She has nobody to speak it with. Uh-uh, that's Who true. else will, would they hear it from? Because that's my problem now. I mean, I, I mean, I would love for David to be able to speak Tagalog. I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful that he has Filipino in school. Mm. But like, because Al and I do not speak Tagalog to each other, well, it's hard. You know, mm. there's nothing. It's only Ateseses. And, but when Ateseses engages with David, it's also in English, yeah. you know? So it's so, I get it. It's, it's very difficult, but I wish, I mean, that's my wish. Like, I wish I can like <laughs> talk to David. Sometimes I do. I'm like, you don't know what I'm talking about, no? <laughs> when he when he tries to like copy me, like he mimics me, I say Stefan Tagalog. Juliana's funny because she speaks English with an accent. They always <laughs> get around with her. They're like, uh, "Do you watch Peppa Pig all the time? Why do you have an accent?" And they're always getting around with her, like a and Brit then, accent. Yeah, she has a different <laughs> accent. And then when she speaks Tagalog, she really makes it a point to make it sound Filipino, like "ikaw ha tulugtena." You, she'll, she'll make it like sound yeah. hard. Um. She makes an effort. Um, in my case, I think one of the reasons why I never lost any of the dialects that I learned as a kid mm-hmm. is because it was established really well when I was a kid. So mm. um, I would speak Tagalog with my dad Mm-mm. and then I would hear my mom having conversations in Bisaya mm-hmm. with either her sisters or the, the help. And since I was in Zamboanga, the, we still had help who were Zamboangueñas. Mm-hmm. So I, I was exposed to all these three. Gilling. That's why I never... For, because I, like, for example, with Chavacano, there was nobody to speak it with in Nigeria, not even my mom, mm-hmm. because we would speak but it. But you can speak it, right? I can. You're, well, I would, maybe that's, your, that's a skill. Because where was the follow through? I mean, where else did you hear it from? No. You just retained it. Just retained. I thought really? I completely forgot it. But when mm-hmm. we got back from Nigeria and we went to um, Zamboanga, it just came flooding right back in. Really? So, but how, I, old were you, how old were you when you left Zamboanga? I was eight. Oh. That's the thing. Well, I feel like, yeah, oh, exactly. It, the yes. foundation was it's already been. there. Uh-uh. But, but, you know, go on. No, because like my, my generation, for example, like us in the family, my dad's Bisaya, my mom's pure Tagalog. So, but then they both, because of the religion and the Bible and the doctrines that were written in English mm. and then 
the letter of the law, which is usually in English anyway. Mm-mm. You know, my training is is I understood English formally, grammatically correct through texts, mm-hmm. verses, mm-hmm. Um, and all that. But pwede ka manood ng student canteen, eat balaga, mm-hmm. you know, mga telenovela, and that plays a huge part, even the commercials. That the children are exposed to when oh, they're watching TV. That so is they're true. in Tagalog. So that's why, like, kami magkakapatid, lahat kami marunong magtagalog, magaling mag-English, magaling magtagalog. Mm-mm, and mm-mm. I think it's so important. And I I wish that my children mm. had it. Because when we were living in Aria, my sister would always stay with us. And me, my sister, and the Yaya would talk constantly about stuff, and mm-hmm. we would be laughing, like mm-hmm. having a great time. It was the first time that I heard Cooper say, Mom, I want to learn Tagalog. Tagalog. <laughs> Tagalog. <laughs> well, first off, say, uh, learn how to say it right. So it's not Tagalog, it's Tagalog. <laughs> and then, but then I knew that he wanted to learn it because he could sense that there was something that was uh, rewarding. Yeah. yeah, by understanding, he was missing out on the joke. He won't be out in the conversation. Yeah, he would understand it. And I was like, then that that that's when it clicked to me. Napara, this is what I need Mm-mm. for my kids to speak Tagalog. Because wala din kaming ano ano ba yon yung TFC. Yeah. We don't do that. Uh-uh. So all we talk, puro kami Netflix. There's no commercials. I was gonna say like uh-uh. you know, there's Does no David exposure. Understand Tagalog though. Um, minimal. Minim- mm. but, well, he, he takes it in class and he surprises me sometimes. Okay. When I say things, he's like, I know what you said. I said, I, you do? No, because <laughs> but Juliana understands everything. Uh, because I think Atelus talks to her in Tagalog. No, Atelus talks to her in English. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe she's like you. She retains a lot of languages. <laughs> no, but we would, we would be talking about her and then she would respond. Mm-mm. I'm like, oh, you understood what we were talking about, boo-boo? Oh, that's great. Because outside when you're not around, mm. then she probably speaks in Tagalog. No, she speaks in English but in. Because my Yaya's used to it from her former wards. Mm-mm. It's always been in English. That's why her English is pretty good. <laughs> but who, who does she interact with, like in the Yaya? Because you know, the condos have they're at the playground. She would be speaking yeah. with the other yayas, but Juliana's not with her anymore because Juliana's out playing with the other kids. Mm-hmm. But luckily, but they hear that. She, they hear that. Well, well, yeah, she does. She's still exposed when when she hears oh. me talking to the guards. Yes, she listens to DZMM. When you're not around, she reads the tabloids, uh, and then she picks up the tabloid from the security guard house. Ayo, tama ka, Julie. And the drivers uh, <laughs> around. Oh, mga chong. This is how this is how it is. I because I really I need I want David to to learn it, and I hope. Um, I mean, it's not too late. I, I think I need an act. I need to make an active participation for him to learn Tagalog, because we were watching probably Star Wars before the Metro Manila Film Fest came out, mm-hmm. and we were sitting through the trailers, and the trailers were all. For um, the Metro Manila Film Fest. Yes, yes. And so he's watching it. He's watching it. And he's like, Mom, that was a long movie. <laughs> like, it did not <laughs> register to him that it was different trailers. Okay. He thought it was just this one oh. <laughs> You know what? Since uh, with David, for instance, or maybe with Juliana, they like YouTube. 
Yeah. Ang daming Filipino. Oh, you want to watch YouTube? You watch the I should try. Tagalog ones. Pero saan? Because they're really Who? popular. Which ones? Oh, you just start with one and then the algorithm will take care of it because yeah, there are really suggest. some popular yeah. ones that you might not uh, really watch. Yeah. I should look for it. they present in Tagalog. Do they have uh, on YouTube? Well, maybe they do. But no, I'm also now. looking for quality ones. You know, I don't want well, the comedy like, ones, but, like, but the ones but. that have following that you wouldn't have imagined. Uh, because those are the ones that are raking it in. Is it for kids? Is for kids, well, right? I don't know if it's if it's for kids. No, I don't want him to watch like eat bulaga stuff. I mean, no offense to the my friends who host the shows, well, but, but I mean, bought TV that's mm-hmm. like up updated. Because yep. the educators Mm-mm. before especially if you want to learn a language, they'd ask you to read the comics. Yun yung oh. traditional eh. You, you, yep. you have them pick up a comic book okay. in Tagalog, okay. in Filipino. Okay. All right. And then, oh. but now it's different. It's probably not going to have some traction with the, with the kids nowadays. But maybe. maybe. David. Oh, you try it. I will try. If you no, want to have We it buy learn. those books because there are books that have, um, it's in Tagalog and then on the English. other side it's in English. And then I'm just looking for the ones that are his age range for him to read like on his Usually own. Usually Adarna yeah. publishing. They, they, they have, have a lot. Like Those that, are yeah. our books. That I got. Mm. The Adarna but it, it, it's, it feels so you feel removed from your own language. I and know. I, I think we need to say that. It's like, true. Um, there's a feeling like when you speak in Tagalog sometimes, yung Tagalog especially that's for TV, it doesn't it doesn't feel right. It does. It feels like you're pretending to speak in Tagalog. Mm-mm. Right? Like for example, Batibot. Nobody, sa, yung mga Pilipino sa kanto, hindi naman ganun. Ate Ningning, Ate Ningning. Eh, YouTube na nga. So. Di ba, <laughs> we don't talk like that. Yeah. I mean, the Uh-oh. real Filipino as it's spoken in the streets. Yeah. And that's why, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to even just read comics in Tagalog. Kasi mm. parang, doesn't resonate with yeah. us. It, it feels weird, right? Yeah, true. I remember... One of my, the things that I wanted to do, I knew that I wanted to do was, I told myself, if you get a golden dove, I want you to do your acceptance speech in pure Tagalog. Wow. Uh, I knew that. And I had, I, I just had that thought. It was early on in my career. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, yeah, that would be great. And, th- and then I realized when I would be practicing how to speak in Tagalog, that's when I understood you can't speak the Tagalog straight without reverting to an English word, at least. Mm. Even yung okay, diba? Uh, yes. Or, and it's never like straight Tagalog. And it was so hard because I really wanted to do it well. And I had remembered when people would interview us in the early days, especially, they would talk about, you know, yung, mga, yung FM, uh, parang pang social, pero yung, yung AM, kasi masaya, hindi yan matalino. Parang may somebody asked that question, UP pa naman yung nagtanong, sabi ko, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> pero sabi ko, sabi ko, you try it. Yeah. Try to talk to me for two minutes, straight Tagalog. It's hard. That is not, uh, that is not awkward. Uh-uh. That is not reporting style. It's not taglish either. Uh-uh. And you're not pausing to think of the word. holding... Yeah, one of the things that is holding the Filipino language Mm-mm. is TV. And our the primetime news yeah. is still delivered in Tagalog, like GMA and Channel 2. Mm-mm. So that's the biggest exposure, I would say, in media. Well, teleserie, oren. Pero we st- that's where we preserve the language. 
Mm-mm. But outside, especially with the influx of the BPOs, halos at ngayon may American accent. Yeah. Diba? <laughs> yeah. That is not really authentic anymore. Mm-mm. And so we are pushing ourselves into into becoming good with English, but We're the dog is really suffering. Yeah. And it's really... Uh-uh. And Somebody I'm not, asked me to date. Uh-uh. Yeah, so, sorry, sorry. No, I'm, I was going to say, I'm not the perfect, you know, pioneer of like, yeah, speak the Gala. Because, but uh, but Dell is right. There's such a disconnect already and it's kind of scary and I don't want that for, for, for David. But I'm guilty of saying, uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, I don't know how to do it yeah. either. You know, okay. Um, I came across this article: Twelve Annoying Attitudes of Filipinos That We Need to Get Rid Of. This <laughs> okay. is on Filipino.net. Uh-huh. Um, what exactly what we're talking about here probably falls into one of the attitudes, which is the colonial mentality. Okay, like anything foreign is supposedly better, and that includes. Speaking in English is deemed to be you're more social, more yeah. educated. Kasama na yun dun eh. mm. um, Okay, just some of the others that he, this person mentioned. There's crab mentality. If I can't have it, neither can you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sabi ko kanina. That's uh, the, that's that falls under that. Yung report na yung OFW. Kasi nagagalit sila. Tapos there's ningas kugon. What's that? Mm. When there's there's enthusiasm at the start and the start, it, but it fizzles out. Yeah. There's no follow through. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. I hate that. Kogon is the practice of farmers mm-hmm. uh, who burn the husks. Kogon grass. Yeah. Uh, they they burn it and it it burns fast and then moawaladen. Oh. So ningas kogon. Yeah, that's one of the phrases that have uh, really. Uh, lost its luster. Mm. I like that though. True. Yeah, mm. you don't get true. to hear it so much true. these days. Yeah. It's described in this article as initially exhibit great enthusiasm at the beginning of a project. Our eagerness, however, fades away just as quickly as the fire is extinguished, leaving our work yeah. either half baked or unfinished. Okay, next is the manana habit. Mamayana o putas I hate that. I don't know why Filipinos are so lazy. And I'm not, I don't want to generalize, but my God. That's true. We are lazy. It's true. We are. Yeah. Yeah. We really are lazy as a people. Yeah. It's sad, but it's true. And a lot of the foreigners I've actually spoken to all say the same thing. But it really gets to them how slow we are. Mm -mm. And one of the things that I talk about uh, with my in-laws, for example, they would ask me about um, what, it, what were we talking about? Manana, manana, manana. Ayon, because part of what I think is, you know, you will find cultures that are so organized and prepared. Mm-hmm. And when the I look, Japanese. and when I look at the seasons that they have to live with, they usually live in sea, in 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 countries where there are four seasons. And the thing is that you can't eat in the winter if you didn't prepare plant more. Yeah. yeah, in the spring and summer, you you will literally die. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking hundreds of years of trying to adapt to a country. So, and it's not just that. Once you start living in a snow, let's say there's snow, it's not just the food, but it's the clothing. So technology becomes higher. How do you? 
how do you trans uh, how do you do transportation mm-hmm. in in a changing climate i mean changing seasons through the year mm-hmm. so that culture starts to prepare they are they are uh anato um uh, they're supposed to prepare for the changing seasons and that collectively starts a culture that is more organized they're mm-hmm. more on time because there's a real consequence right if you live in the tropics there isn't really much change and in the crops through the year because you either have wet or dry mm-hmm. right that makes so sense so we're more yeah we're no, more I'm like laid thinking back. Long than no. Even even houses, the way that Filipinos built their houses prior to the Spanish were really flimsy. <laughs> we because we never had to think about how to insulate the heat, insulate Mm-mm. the cold. Unlike you go to Finland, you know, or, or the Scandinavian countries, they have to find this out. They have to find a way to live with that cold, right. and it really exponentially grows the culture into this really. Ano, mamamatay kaya kayo? Even, di ba, yung mga pickling, even of cultures? Yes. Uh-oh. Cultures pickle so much because they know they have to prepare for the winter. Correct. In the Philippines sa atin, konti lang eh. Achara, ano ba ba? Burong manga. Uh, Oo, oh, burong manga. Ganun. Pero hindi tayo talaga. So everything and, and is fresh and an on hand. Oh, and I tried to explain this to Tyler one time and I said, it the, the, the seasons have a lot to do with it because even... The Asians who have four seasons, like in Japan, Korea, and China, look at those cultures. Yeah. They're organized. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They, yeah. yeah. And, and the clothing, grabbing industry. Transportation, in Dubai, it really grows exponentially. And it's because of this organized way of living where right. they understand that they need to do this for this season. Because yeah. when the next season rolls in, well, Anna, you can't do anything about that it. That is true. I never thought yeah. of it that way. And I think that's that why manana. Today is not so different than tomorrow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Something that we learned from the Spanish and that's mm-hmm. why we're uh, more or less suffering the same fate. Um, the next point this article mentions is Filipino time. <laughs> Minutes or hours oh behind the standard time. Right. You see this always at no. events. Mm-mm. They would set um, an hour before the actual start, and mm-hmm. everyone assumes that okay, since it's five p.m., di pa yung magsisimula until six p.m. So Mm-mm. let's just go at six p.m. And they've or- and the organizers would always do it like that because right. they know people would anticipate it's an hour after. But you know, I think I, I hope I hope there's a, a, a semi shift. Because, like, you know, you can't blame traffic anymore. Yeah. Because you already know that it's going to be traffic. So you you should factor that in. I learned Mm. this. You know who's good at keeping time? Mm. When children's parties. Uh. The children's parties that I have been to as of late, when they say it starts at 2... It starts at you, 2. Yeah, it starts at 2. Like, and then if you... Because you're bad, right? Oh, because it's And then even then, like, they have a... No, and then parents are just like, oh, okay, 2, and then there's activities, and then that's it, and then they cut it, and that's yeah. done. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. And me, like, uh, as, a, as a business person, um, if if I am going to go to a meeting, I make sure I'm there. Yeah. Like, on time, talaga. 
I mean, there's no more reason. That's like think 1990s thinking, you know. I think in my case, I learned this very late in life, which is, and you guys have all been witness to it because we were all from the same radio station. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was probably one of the biggest contributors to, to being late. late. <laughs> Remember, like oh, you, I was fun. always in the top three. But Christmas, the you've been about us from uh, our paycheck goes to the bonuses. Always, were you always late? I was oh, like late for the bow. We're supposed to come in an hour, hour before, yeah, for the yeah, time in. Um, and I and I would always get inspired by the likes of Jude Christie, Mm-mm. who are not only on time, Mm-mm. they're early. And I remember I asked Christie about this. Because I really wanted to be inspired. I wanted to learn. And she said she got it from her dad. Because he was always on okay. time and early for everything. And I, I started <clears throat> to trace back. Not that I'm blaming my parents yet again. But Mm-mm. even when I was young and living in Zamboanga, I was always late or absent. Oh, Because my dad would be like, just eh, let us sleep. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, there are times that we think that we're already absent from school. And then in the right smack in the middle, my dad would say, oh, get dressed. I'll bring you to school. And we're like, huh? Recess na. Daling ko kayo sa school. Because he had somewhere to go. So he'll bring us to school. So he would come in. Half of the day has gone by. And that's when we come in. Okay. So, And I think I got that from, you know, the foundation that I had as a kid. But mm-hmm. but I think as an adult, for me, my thoughts on, on lateness or being late to something, it's now I view it as uh, I'm giving respect to the person mm-hmm. who um, carved out this time. Yeah. And then I expect the same from you. So, like, if we decide to, to meet at um, 7 p.m., you know, I will respect you enough because, you know, time is important mm-hmm. and I will be there. And so I get really mad when if I have a meeting, oh, and I'll get really mad. But I mean, I get upset. I give them like the stink eye <laughs> when they get there. And then they tell me, oh, because it's traffic. Mm, no, that's it's not traffic every day. It's after, it's, yeah, exactly. It's traffic every, every day. day. And then and then and then in my mind, it's like, OK, that's like a negative point on you. Check. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Demerit. <laughs> Demerit. That's it. Demerit, Demerit points for you. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny because the way that the Americans, the expats that I hang out with when we were in Manila, when they talk about time mm-hmm. in Filipino, it's like, especially when they think that we can't hear. Mm-mm. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It's something that they tell the new expats who come to the Philippines to work. Like, dude, this is the biggest thing you're going to struggle with here. Yeah. When everyone at the party is at four, expect it to start at six. <laughs> and it's like, and it's when they, when they talk about it, ang sakit mm-hmm. But you know, it's true. You know that it's true. Mm-hmm. And you know, it is about respect. Because mm-hmm. what does respect have to do with being late? Actually, it has a, a lot. lot to do with it. Absolutely. I'm not here going to waste an hour mm-hmm. waiting for you mm-hmm. when we both said we were going to meet at this time yeah so now i can't do other things yeah because i wasted my time waiting for you that's right that's the respect part right because uh-uh. a lot of people say that but they don't understand which why it's disrespectful mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And, then, and then that they expect you to wait uh uh-uh. i hate that i'm like excuse me who are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you the only one who's busy <laughs> Okay, sige, I get it. Sige, late tayo, Filipino tayo. Pero wag ka magalit pag hindi ka hinintay. Oh, oh, yeah. 
That's true. I've left. Mm. Like I've I've yeah. been waiting for you for thirty minutes. I'm sorry. Bye. Yeah, and and, and when you're a really busy person, like Fran, for example, because you handle so many things, right? I if I tell you I'm giving you an hour, that's really all I got. Mm -hmm. I need to be out of here by this time. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't get to my next meeting. And we don't understand that some people we're talking to mm -hmm. are like that. Uh -oh. They have a regimented life. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it has consequences. It has consequences. Yeah, yeah. But uh -huh. interestingly, at events, especially if the client is, say, Japanese, mm -hmm. everything starts on time. On time. Because yeah. they Wonderful. know that's yeah. what the Japanese yeah. expects. So, kaya naman pala. No, it's, it's, it's kind of like the same way yeah. Filipinos are on time. Filipinos are disciplined when they live in other countries. Mm -hmm. But it's only when we're here. Yeah, no, kaya yeah. kaya. That's why I don't... Ex I don't um, I, I don't want nothing. I don't accept anything less. If you do business with me, I will not. You know, you have to, uh, like, be on time. You have to answer emails right away. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be available because I cannot take, like, nothing less. And, and then if you don't, then never mind, you know. You'll get somebody else. Because we can do it. It's just that we're so, people are so yes. forgiving. And so, okay, see, I'm going to let it slide. I don't let it slide. I think that's it. And people don't like me for that. <laughs> I, I, I have one that's toxic uh, behavior, Filipino behavior. And I've talked about this on the show, hmm. uh, on the morning show before. And I remember getting a friend who had daughters. It mm -hmm. was the first time she told her daughters not to listen to me. Oh, this is wow. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm ooh, okay, juicy. Two things. The first one is um, Filipinos like to put the burden of sustaining the family financially on the firstborn. True. Okay, so here we are doing our podcast, and one of the things we want to know is who is listening? Where are they in the world? Yes, the world. Anchor can give you analytics. Yes, we can actually pinpoint where our listeners are coming from. Most obviously from the Philippines. Most of them. Most yes. of them, but I know we've got some from Canada, Australia. Uh -huh. We've got Germany, some Dubai. Yes, we have New Zealand and New Zealand. And this is aside from when they tag us in their posts and then they tell us where they are but even before they did that we already knew more or less where all our listeners were coming from and of course aside from knowing where they are we know how many times that they've listened to our episodes how many plays we've gotten and that's why we want to thank you guys out there you listeners for giving us like I don't know 16,000 <laughs> plays for the one episode that's only one episode yeah check us out the eavesdrop on Anchor.fm. And this ad is brought to you by Anchor by Spotify. You're listening to The Eavesdrop. That's weird. And it's, yeah, I didn't know that yeah, was a thing. Weird. Uh uh. I didn't yeah, know. That's a thing. Uh -uh. And in the provinces, uh, it's even more uh, rampant okay. that yeah. the firstborn is supposed to do. To, to earn the money, come so, back okay. and paaralin yung mga kapatid. Okay. And you're like, but they're not my kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're the parent. Yeah. Why are you putting the burden on me? Because mm -hmm. your obligation is to send me to school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, the reality is sometimes, kasi hindi naman bad meaning. Pero yung mga Pilipino kasi sometimes they're very poor. They can only afford to get 
uh, to send to put one, one to kid school. through school. Okay. And then they expect this kid because they have a pro, they have a license, uh, they have a, a degree, okay. so they can earn money. So now they're expected to pay it back and mm. send your other siblings to school. Mm. And sometimes it's even beyond that. And I remember speaking out like, no, that's the parents' obligation. And are we now going, and marami sa mga firstborn, especially of a certain generation, hindi yan nag-aasawa. Pag nag-aasawa, galit yung in-laws kasi alam nila na yung pera pupunta na dun Matitigil sa family niya. na. Yep. Wow. Yes. Mm. Actually, we have, a lot, we have a friend na ganyan-ganyan yung drama ng parents niya. Like the minute oh. the mom uh, married the dad, nagalit yung pamilya ng dad. Kasi yung dad yung panganay, siya right. nagpaaral lahat, lahat ng pera niya dun sa mga kapatid niya, sa nanay niya, sa tatay niya, e nag-asawa. E yung napang-asawa parang, uh-uh, you need, we need this for our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she's the contrabida. Can you imagine? It's so twisted. It's to so me, twisted. it's just so twisted. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, that's a kid. They need to live their life. Is it still a rampant thing like now? Yeah. Especially with yeah. poorer families poorer family, or lower yeah. level class. We tackled this <clears throat> yeah. in a Theta Healing workshop when we were talking about the childlike qualities in adults. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, that's exactly what happens. As a kid, if the responsibility is put on your shoulders, you don't get to live like a child. Mm-hmm. You don't get to enjoy your childhood. Right. Because you start taking on the responsibilities of a parent. Of your parents. That's why when they get to the point wherein they're supposed to be adults, they don't get to act like adults because they're still living off or living out the childlike mm-hmm. qualities or living out their childhood Exactly, because they've been given the responsibilities they're not supposed to have. So like, the generation now, the young kids now, you think that that parents still think of... Some of them, hmm. because it's still... I mean, a lot of Filipinos don't think that way anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of... There, there, there are, especially... Yeah, exactly, in the poorer families, oh. in the lower classes, you know, it's, it's almost like uh, by default, sila yung magiging parent ng mga kapatid nila. Is it more like I'm trying to extend, understand? Because so, is it like once your eldest reaches a point where they can support your their siblings, do the parents just like say, "Okay, hands off now"? Yeah. yeah. What? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Remember our um, and then they stop working or something. Remember the monster scholars? Uh, yes. Those were always yeah. their stories. Yeah, that, those are um, true stories. Yeah, they and would always say that uh, they they want to keep going to school, but because their other siblings have to go to school now, they stopped attending I, so that the others can, can go to school and, and they'll work. Yeah, even rated gay had a rated gay had a story about that. Like, uh, she's she's gay and she didn't finish school. She started working and then she started sending her siblings to to school themselves uh-uh. and then building, you know supporting them in other in other words and it was like even romanticized but where are the parents I, in all this i don't i don't know it's just means a single mom means and they're just used to it oh. like like one of my 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 yayas nagsusumbong siya kasi yung friend niya in high school ginawa siyang ninang nung anak and then sabi, lumapit yung kaibigan niya na, Oy, mag-one-year-old na yung inaanak mo. Gusto kasi namin mag, mag, magpalit yun. Oh my God. 
And uh, my, uh, literally, my jaw dropped to the floor. Like, <laughs> anong sabi mo? <laughs> May plano ka, eh, asan ang pera mo? Bakit sa ninang yeah. nakasalalay? And, it, and we do that in many aspects yeah. of Filipino culture. Wow. Meron kasi tayo parang collective. So, it's almost, even the fact that sometimes we talk about it, it's kind of romanticized. And it's not a bad thing because mm. it's good. Yes. But it sometimes propagates this thing where you're burdening your child. Yeah. Which means you're not thinking about how many kids you can afford to have. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like a bit Uh-uh, like then stop having children. You know, you yeah. can't th- I but mean, no, I know that's against religion. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, that's going to be another to- Oh, we have to tackle that topic also. Um okay. <laughs> Wait. I'm trying to let you ahead. On on the other side of this uh point that Dell mentioned, kids naman who are obligated to take care of their parents. Mm. I have an appreciation, like, when I understood this about my mom, I really appreciated her even more, even though you guys know I had a pretty rough relationship with her. And I mentioned this to my brothers that, don't you love mom even more? Because she has been working her ass off just to make sure the burden is not on us mm-hmm. yes. when she gets old. Yeah. But for a lot of Filipino families, it's a given. You take care yeah. of the parents financially and well, not just physically, but they expect that mm, you know you take care of them financially. That's they, they're not saving uh, up okay. for their own right. future. Yeah. And I appreciated that about my mom because she wanted to make sure the burden was not on us. Like if we Correct. want to take care of her, it's because we want to, not because we are compelled okay. to take I, care of her. I have two thoughts. I I feel like okay, and this goes back to, you know, this whole Filipino culture thing about kids taking care of their children and parents just kind of like, okay, I'm going to live the good life because I have kids who can work for me. I think that's very wrong. I think that like parents should never stop working. I mean, as long as you're physically able to mm-hmm. you should you know to sustain yourself um and then uh but i also think that it's all it is really you are obligated to take care of your parents no matter what i mean you uh, meaning when they're old nah huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> when, they, when they can't take care of themselves yes that is also where you will come in and give it to them yeah freely mm-hmm. Because they fucking raised you. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the give off because they fucking raised you. You have to take care of them when they're old. And it shouldn't be the other way around. It's not when I was young, I'm supposed to take care of my parents. It shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. And I'm so surprised that that's what the Filipino culture is so embedded like that, like even now. We have to make a distinction because Parents need to also think about their retirement. Yeah. Sure. Any married couple right now uh, listening to us. Yeah, because, yes, your kids can take care of you in terms of, like, you know, mommy, she can live with me or mm-hmm. say daddy mm-hmm. and, and all that. But what about the medical expenses? Yeah. Because you don't uh, want to wipe your children out. You don't. Exactly. So that's that's what my mom, yeah. that's what my mom was trying to say because yes. she knows we have our own kids yes. to take care mm-hmm. of. So I really like it that, you know, she's anticipated that when she gets old, you know, she will need medical care. Mm-hmm. How much will that cost? She's already set aside for that. That's and good. when I heard about it I, I, and, you know, I'm seeing other people who've 
run out of like their savings have been completely depleted Uh-oh. because they had to take care Absolutely. of the parents. Yeah. I appreciated my mom mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, thank you for thinking about that, yeah. knowing your needs. So it's not a burden on us. So now us, we are just lovingly and yes. physically taking care of her without having to worry about what's going to happen to our kid. You know what I mean? I think that's the trade-off between the culture that is uh, a culture that is highly individualistic, which are Western cultures, right? Mm -hmm. So you are responsible for yourself. yourself. That's also why they kick their kids out of their homes by Mm -hmm. age 18, because you can work now. I don't need to support you anymore. You can support yourself. Mm -hmm. Hi, Cooper. Speaking of support, say hi, Hey, hi. Hey. Hi, Cooper. You're back. Hello. (laughs) I'm sorry, but they started crying. Okay, I'll finish. Just close the door. Thank you, baby. <laughs> mm. uh, what was that? I'm sorry, where was I? <laughs> We're talking about um, parents supporting themselves. Individualistic. Individualistic. <laughs> oh, oh the individualistic society. And, and that's why we they, they take care of themselves. After they've taken, may limit yung you take care of your child. Yes. Because afterwards, uh, you need to, like, dude, you need to work. Correct. Because I need to prepare for my mm-hmm. future when I can't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's a trade-off between that kind of indiv- individualistic culture, because it, it also makes them a little more fractured, right? True. Mm-hmm. In the Asian setting, and especially uh, Filipinos, we're collective. We think in the collective. Uh, we, yeah, we, we don't do like mm-mm. solo trips. You know? You're always thinking of traveling with your family, mm-mm. having meals with your family, mm-hmm. where you've, you we're part of a group. Right. Even the barcada, that's yes. a huge barcada, is okay. still kind of a family. We're cliquish that way. Mm-hmm. You feel connected, but bad because other things ride on it too, like the collective, yeah. which is, you know, you, uh, oh, now I, get, I have to take care of my parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now I have to take care of my siblings. Mm-hmm. Now, and then we don't, we're too, we can't see where our responsibility is for ourselves mm-hmm. and where our responsibilities are with whoever we love. Correct. That's why I like what you said. Yeah, there's a part that you want to take care of. I would love to take care of my mom, mm-hmm. but. There's a wish in my, in, in my, like when I see her finances, I hope that I don't do it to my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I gladly would do it to my, my, my mom. Yes. No question about it. Mm-mm. But I don't want to put that burden, burden. on my children. Exactly. Because yeah. uh, I've been on opposite sides. Eh. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Oh, so, and especially non, because I'm single. Ako. So, there's also that that dynamic where it's the single one who's supposed to take all the all take the bird for the team. Yeah, oh, because you don't uh, have anybody have else you're taking care of. Uh-uh. So you know that collective. It's like it's so like convoluted almost. Like you don't I even understand. know where you. Uh, that's why that's it's so. We have our. We're close to each other. That's great. Yes, but it's also too close sometimes. Oh, I agree. And I think maybe if 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 well, like as we ta- tackle this this topic, toxic um, traits. I think maybe for this one in specific. I mean, for the ones who are listening to us, especially when you're starting a family, um, do what Jelly's mom is doing as early as now. You know, you have this safe keep fund for yourself because you should never stop taking care of yourself yeah you know 
if you're able, if you're able, then take care of yourself. You, you don't, you cannot rely on other people. I think that's how it is. Cause I was grown up. I was raised that way. You could not rely on other people to take care of you. And I think that's why it's such a weird and foreign concept to me, you know, because I'm already obligated. I know for a fact, no no, hands down that I'm going to take care of my parents when they need me to. Mm. But I also know that they're taking care of themselves right now. Right. It's different when it's not the burden is not placed on you. You want to do it willingly. Yeah. You know, out of Uh the goodness of your heart and out of love, Uh -uh. not because Uh you're obligated. It's completely different if you're forced into it, Uh -uh. you know, but if Uh -uh. you see that they're taking care of themselves more, so you want to take care of them. Yeah. But there are families wherein it's expected of you. Mm -mm. So you have no choice. (sighs) Next point. Oh, (laughs) being Onion skinned balat sibuyas. Oh, that's everybody now in the whole world. <laughs> Sensitive, but, but but especially Filipino men. Oh, for real? And I've heard, yeah, yeah. If you listen to a lot, so sige, uh, siguro sa mga boyfriend ko tatlo yung bosses sila, uh-huh. mga boss, mm. and then but they're not Filipino, mm-hmm. and all of them said the same thing. At the beginning, I thought. Ah, it's because of this. But they would always say they would rather hire a Filipina over a Filipino. No way. Why? Why so? Yes. And and, and so the naughty mind says, oh, because you like girls. No. no. Why? Because they say the Filipino man cannot be instructed. It's it's a downward spiral. You can't get mm-hmm. back to even ground anymore with a Filipino man. Mm. One, they've been told, oh, you did this wrong. They take it so personally, you can't get back to okay with them. Yeah. But roadblocks, she will step up. She will step up, no matter what. And even if she's napahiyana or whatever, she will still do the job. My experience with two exes who are also bosses, and they would always air this out with me. Um, Filipinos do take everything too personally, like when they're being (laughs) reprimanded for something that they did at work. So my ex-boyfriend was expecting that they would see it on the professional level. This is something that you can work on professionally. Um, He didn't make mention whether, you know, he has preference for the men or the women. He just feels like... We're taking things too personally. And he can't stand it that the immediate reaction of a person being reprimanded is to cry. <laughs> oh, but maybe it's just more like, you know, because it's just the emotion. It's not like a sign so of weakness. So I was telling him, you know what, we're just... I guess we're just emotional, but it's okay. They uh-uh. will, you know, they will step up after they get this emotion out. Right. But yeah, he, he's just noticed. Um, they have noticed. We don't deal with confrontation very well. <laughs> yeah, true. True. If you're ever going to say something bad to a Filipino, you have to say it in a nice way. That's what he Isn't had to learn. Yeah. He had to. You have to be flowery and sugarcoat exactly. for them to get the message without them without it destroying them. He couldn't understand why he had to work on his delivery mm. just so they wouldn't cry, so that it would actually sink Sorry. in. Mm-mm. You know, he, he's like, "What's up with that?" <laughs> but I feel though, you know, okay, so I feel like if you don't, if you adjust to them then it's never going to change 
Because I don't adjust. Any, I mean, I don't adjust my straightforwardness. I will adjust the way I deliver it. Like, I won't shout. Mm-hmm. And I won't be like Gordon Ramsay-ish, <laughs> right? But I will not make it flowery for your sake. Yeah. You know, like, so if you fucked up, then you fucked up and I will tell you. You know, because you, that's the problem. If you adjust to it, then it's never going to change. Seriously. Like all these toxic um, traits that, that, you know, lists are made of. If everybody just keeps constantly adjusting to it and it's it, never going to go away, it's never going to go away. It's never going to get better. They're just going to keep going at it because yeah. you're accommodating. You're accommodating them. You're, you're, you're enabling. Yeah. yeah. I, sorry, because th- that's how I, I've I've dealt with so many different people, and I and I and I know that this is how you have to get it done. They will never change if you don't put your foot down and say, "Well, I expect this of you." Mm, you know, yeah. get with you have to I, get with the times. I I like how, uh, like uh, I've seen Tyler address his team before mm-hmm. at work. Uh, I mean, when they come over to the house and the ribbing that they do to each other, you know, Mm-mm. when they're off the office but still talking about Mm-mm. office behavior. Mm-hmm. And um, I I what I see that I really admire is this thing where he. And he's also taught me this, that it's okay to be wrong. Yeah, mm, absolutely. We're all in the mud together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's clean here. Uh-uh. Like today, I'm wrong. And don't feel so bad because tomorrow you'll be wrong. You know, but I'm, yes. we're all wrong. And then that's, that's okay. Great. And sometimes, Mm-mm. you know, you did something, you fucked up, right? And Mm-mm. I got angry. Mm-hmm. You were wrong to fuck up. But I was wrong to shout at you. Mm-mm. It's okay. It's okay. Correct. And that's the thing that we we don't lack. And I think in Philippi- with Filipinos, dun din ako nahihirapan sa Filipino culture. Pag meron kang nagawa na ayaw nila, they will not confront you, but they will cut you out. Mm. They will not confront. They will not talk about it with you. They'll just slowly start avoiding family gatherings where this girl or this mm. but I, you've been you've been no you've been uh, you've been outed ousted from mm-hmm. the inner circle and you don't even know why mm. and, and it's hard because then you go shadow boxing I didn't want to and then it's so late it's too late to, to ever be okay with each other you can't even do anything and, about it <laughs> yeah, and and that's why like when I started hanging out with Tyler and his friends, grabe, I cringe with how they confront each other. It's so in your face sometimes, like no wiggle room. Like it's just ooh, even for me, and I'm already straightforward too. But then they go back to okay, and it mystifies me. It's like what? Pwede pala yun? Pwede pala yun? sila kanina I, I was like, I couldn't get it. And but, I'm like, oh, wow. How, how, un, how hmm? no, go ahead. How finish? I'm just, I, I would love to be in a group where you can do that. Cause you need to let, let off the pressure of yeah. being with each other. Yeah. Cause I think it's more uh, like, it will go back to what Tyler said, where there is this, um, acceptance it's okay to be wrong so we're gonna hash yeah. it out mm. and I'm gonna say oh, well yeah I was wrong and it's okay but I still like you but, but we already <laughs> said words right we, we were mm-hmm. saying, but, I, I'm, but I'm gonna admit to you that oh at the end of it uh, okay mali, mali ako, mm. so we're cool uh, yeah. so I respect you yeah. you respect me you see my point and I also see your point and then that and then we're cool 
And I think that's where it comes from. You have to cultivate a culture of saying it's okay. Even if you're the boss, even if I'm the authority figure, I made a mistake. I'm going to say, I'm very sorry. I'm wrong. I shouldn't have yelled at you. I shouldn't have said this. And, and, and I respect that you, you stood in, you stayed in that fight with me to make sure I knew where you stand. And, and, and that's why I think for me, one of the most honest things that I find in people, like moments of sheer, pure, bare honesty is when kids cry. Mm-hmm. When toddlers cry, talagang, it's like they're so opened up and they're just so miserable and they don't care if they look that bad. Mm-hmm. With tears streaming, it's so <laughs> honest. And it's the same thing with somebody who's fighting with you. Uh-huh. Somebody who's fighting with you is so open about being hurt uh-uh. that they've actually turned into anger. But when someone wants to fight with you, that's as honest as it gets. Because mm-hmm. they're going to tell you something you don't want that most people are probably going to hide from you. But this person is going to tell you. Mm-mm. And then I, I want moments where, because there's some fights are super necessary, you know. And I like that there's a letting out of steam of mm-hmm. pressure where we can just fight now okay then we can go back to okay later because okay it doesn't mean you've been canceled yeah you just did something wrong exactly you just, just did something wrong that's Uh-oh. it I really don't believe and in canceling people in lives unless they're super, super like toxic, super and not, toxic. Yeah. not good murderers, the cannibals, the serial killers. <laughs> I get <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Okay, okay. Just a, a few more traits. This is uh, the next point. General disregard for rules. Mm. Filipinos penchant for law breaking. <laughs> so horrible. Oh my gosh. I, I have a, this, is, this is a funny thing. You know, let's say a lot of cars beat the red light, right? Yeah. Then the red light papara ng MMDA, di ba? Mm-hmm. Ang Pilipino sasabihin niya, eh, ba't ako lang hinunglimo? Lahat naman kami na gano'n. Yeah. <laughs> and Filipinos don't understand the how illogical that thing is. <laughs> Para mo sabihin niya, lahat naman kami pumatay, ba't ako lang ang <laughs> ba't ako lang ang hinunglimo? <laughs> Kasi pumatay ka pa rin eh. And it's the exact same logic. You exactly. break the rule. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that the others got mm-hmm. away. Uh-oh. You Kasama din siya yung crowd mentality. Kung uhulihin mo ako, dapat hinuli mo na rin yung iba. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's exactly. Crazy. Oh, I hate it. it what I've noticed, um, the ba with the, our stoplights here, if you... If it's already turning yellow, you're supposed to slow down, right? But here, you're supposed to speed up. Yeah, and, if you didn't, in the States, man. and if you didn't, Mm-mm. you will hear the guy behind you honking at you. No. And then you'll hear right. comments like, um, mm-hmm. uh, I would hear this from my dad. Bless him. I miss him. Uh, he would say things like, uh, Hindi maabilidad. <laughs> he would say that. He, say, he says, um, it's, uh, he calls himself an ace Manila driver. Wow. Because he was, you know, raised in Manila, but he's been living in Zamboanga and Davao mm-mm, mm-mm. Pr- provinces. And, you know, life there is generally slower. So mm-mm. he would always mm-hmm. say, hindi ka kasi ace Manila driver, kaya you didn't make it. To the other side of the road. Man, I have hopes. I have high hopes for Manila drivers. I really hope that there's this uh, growing sense of accountability. Um, 
because you'll see it there. Like, it's just like everybody feels entitled that they're above the law. There's a stretch that goes to the airport. I think it's the new, um, I don't know. Milton Avenue? No, no, no. Highway, Naia. And then Naia X. Naia X. And there is a huge sign before you enter that 60 kilometers per hour is strictly enforced. And I have seen them catch people, stop them, make them para um, because they go over 60 kilometers. I said, yes, yeah. that's how it should be done. I, I go through that every Friday right? night. Yeah. And I tell Al, I go, hui, slow it down. Just last Friday. And I love it because, it, sorry. Which brings us to another uh, t- a toxic Pinoy Mm-mm. behavior is that this is what most uh, foreigners say about us. We are the nicest people they have met. <laughs> they will they will share food with you. Is that good or bad? But that's good. Because oh. they can't even imagine people. You know, people are they want you to they want to take you in. You can mm-hmm. sleep in their homes. Yeah, they will feed you. But oh my God, do not get them behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. They say the Filipinos are the nicest people. You'll know, share their food, their home, mm-hmm. their their kids tuition with you but when you get them behind the wheel they are absolute you know assholes lunatics mm. <laughs> and, then, and then today I was driving because Tyler's back and then I, he said why don't you drive so that you get used to driving on the freeway and so I was driving and then there's this car who needed to get on the freeway but this car was on the leftmost side of the, the road mm-hmm and I just let him go because I knew that he had Needed changed his mind mm-hmm. last minute and he just had enough time to just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, serve. And I, I let him pass. Yeah. And Tyler touches my arm while I'm driving and he goes, I'm so impressed with you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. It's like, huh? And then I didn't get it at first. I really didn't get it. But then, you know, it's just like what you guys said. When we're outside, I mean, if I, that was me in Manila, <laughs> Sorry, Manila. you know, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking, Bakit ba tayo ganito? You, you can already see that the car is like halfway down the road. Uh-huh. Talagang bibilisan mo pa at haharangan mo. Even if you're stuck in traffic anyways. And I'm like, yeah. there's this attitude of ayaw mo lang malamangan. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, sure. that you're not headed anywhere because yeah. of the, the the traffic is a standstill anyway. Basta you are ahead that is of the other yeah. person, Mm-mm. and I'm like, is this because of centuries of oppression? <laughs> Maybe from you know um, being led by the what do you call them the the colonizers, the colonizers, the what is this? I, you know, I, I was guilty. I've been guilty of that. Me too. Until I made you myself... You have to make a mental note. It's extra effort. Aware. No, it was just really more awareness. Okay, I'm just being stressed out and I'm being kupal. Mm. That's just a coops move, man. Like, and I don't like... And, and maybe having it done to me made me more self-aware like okay i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna let them go in especially if it's if it's nothing on me like yeah. i'm not in a rush or whatever well so. even if you're in a rush it will take it will true add like how many seconds exactly it's, it's okay it's cool it's like, you know, this classic blocking of the 
of the intersection. I mean, oh. it's, it's that they're so nearsighted that all you want to do is get ahead. Yeah. Like, even an so you don't understand that you need to keep the intersection open so that the flow goes uh-uh. through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, it's almost like we can't see the forest for the trees. All yes. you can see is that one inch that mm-hmm. you can move your car. Doesn't matter if you're gonna get stuck with that move for an hour and a half. Right. It's as if I don't know why we do that. Hey, I we don't see the bigger picture. I mean, we, we see it in our infrastructure. There's no forward thinking and forward <laughs> yeah. forward planning. Oh, you know? It's Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'll just mention this very quickly because Sorry. we've already tackled okay. this uh, previously. Mm-hmm. Balik Bayan box mentality. Oh, you, like you have to bring pasulubong? Yes, and oh. they abuse um, uh, the OFW's generosity. So, so okay. So I've been watching Rami. I don't know if you've heard of yeah. Rami. It's on Hulu. Uh, Hulu, yeah. Uh, he recently won a Golden Globe for I think best male comedy. Uh, lead actor or something. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was the first award. Hmm? I've I've heard of the the ads, but is it nice? Have you watched it's it? It's very good. I finished the whole I finished the whole season. Um so he's Muslim and it's about, you know, his culture and him and they live in America and okay. there's so many stories and then there's one that he goes back to Egypt mm-hmm. and his mom and dad prepare yunya yung balik bayan boxes. Oh. And he didn't want to. He's like, "Mom, I don't want to bring this i'm only gonna bring my bag yeah but they force him but that and it's like just like that just like in filipino culture like it's because the the, the ones who are in the states wanted to give all these presents to the ones in the home country but I saw, I saw a different side of it. Yes, they can be very uh, advantageous about it, and you they're know, expecting take it, it. They're expecting it. But then on the on the flip side, but a family who are who's in the states wants to send them over. Again, it's okay if they willingly want to send. It's Mm-mm. different yes, when you they're obliged. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's expected. Sense of entitlement. Oh, oh. Uh, it's as if you're owed. Like, oh, bumalik ka, wala ka man lang pasalubong sa akin. Like, when was it my obligation? <laughs> When was it my obligation to get you pasalubong? Because last time I heard, it was voluntary. Yeah. <laughs> I heard one of my friends had a very good um, retort to that comment. Asan yung pasalubong ko? Ikaw, asan yung gift mo na nabumalik ako? <laughs> That's true. Like, you're supposed yeah. to give me a gift for coming back. <laughs> All right. Bahala na attitude. Bahala na si Batman. Mm-hmm. Come like, what may. I think this is uh, partially the reason you know, why our infrastructure is not as good as it is. Because <laughs> we're like, bahala na. Oh, oh. Yan. Uh, a, we don't see it through to the end. Bahala na is, is a short, is a, uh, a contraction of bathala na. Mm-hmm. God, bathala. Yeah. Bahala na. Bahala na is bathala. And, and it's like, the, like if, if somebody was to do a plan, to make a plan, it's as if there's this point where they stop making the plan. <laughs> and you just simply don't hear that in other cultures. They mm-hmm. see things through the end, Debaso. Maybe it's all tied in our way of thinking, not planning. All right, the last one excessive partying. Celebrating like there's no tomorrow, even if it means. Uh, <laughs> 
Yes, yes, yes. And that all goes back to like wanting to show off and how well you're doing. It goes back doing. to our very first point. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. So what are we going to do about these toxic Filipino traits? Nip them in I the think, bud. What do you think? I, think I, I don't think you can solve it, but mm-hmm. there's a way to, to bring it to awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's where change really starts. Because right. when you don't do that, you're, when you don't know that you're doing something, you're bound to do it over and over. Uh-uh. But once you start to go, wait, I did that. Why am I doing that? Yeah. I think that's where change would start. So this is like a, I don't know, a mini, 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 mini step to change. But talking mm-hmm. about it, hopefully bring some change. In We're all guilty listen. of this anyway. Oh, that's <laughs> true. We're all in the mud together, guys. Yes. We're all in the mud together. <laughs> So let just uh, make a mental note. I mean, you're already aware that you are like this and it's something that annoys us about other people, but it's also in us. Correct. So we can't get annoyed with others if we know we're guilty of the same thing. So unless we correct it ourselves, uh-huh. we'll correct it within us. I then have a, we have we're in no place to complain. I, you you know you take baby steps like uh, you're driving. So yeah, you let somebody merge yeah. without trying to uh, no speed up. Okay, <laughs> don't be an asshole. Um, another baby step <laughs> is doing clean as you go. You go to a yes. restaurant, oh a fast God. food. Clean up after your fucking self, guys. She, especially Sorry. I get cinemas. so triggered. Me too. <laughs> you know I'm I'm about to post this on social media because Juliana and I were at the board go circle park uh-huh on friday okay and i was so annoyed <laughs> to see trash uh-uh. on the seats they had like this big cup of ice cream that was uh-uh. on the ground and i'm like we filipinos are complaining that we don't have enough parks uh-uh. this is the reason why yeah they provide us with one that's good enough and you trash it and you trash it yeah they had trash bins at that park mm-hmm. a couple of weeks or maybe months back Walana. I asked the guards why. Because Nina nakao. The only reason the benches yeah. were not stolen is because they've been nailed down to they've the ground. They've, they've been mm. they've been bolted on the ground. That's why they can't get it out. Oh, that's why but in like New York all the trash cans, cans are like steel. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. golden. It's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing with ATMs. Got it. You know. It, Irritates. I get infuriated with all the pieces of paper, the receipts. Uh-uh. They're just on the uh-uh. ground. And I've asked the guards, Kuya, bakit wala po kasing basurahan? Uh-uh. Para naman tinatapon doon sa basurahan. Uh-huh. Ma'am, kasi ninanakaw po. Oh all right. my gulay. Parking lot, same thing. They leave the trash in the oh slot. Oh my God, yeah. I post so about that so gross. all the time. So there, baby steps, people. I mean, just, you know, just always do the right thing, maybe. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> like like Anna really? says, <laughs> just do the next right thing. Aww. <laughs> Frozen two <laughs> <reference>. I know. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't get over it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I love the movie. I, that's what. <laughs> today, today, I, I, I coordinated with Sumi. Yes, yes, yes. She's going to deliver oh, it today. Really? Oh, nice. I messaged her. All right. So, All right. So sit there. there. Take baby steps. Do what you got to do. Try to be more self-aware of you. You <laughs> and, know. And 
Paul Escana, was he the one who asked? Yes, yeah, that was Paul. So thank you. I mean, there's so many wonderful Filipino traits, okay? You know, we're... Admirable traits. Very, very, you yeah. know, and, but then... Sets of support I think, no, else. just like human beings, and it's around the world. It's not just Filipinos, you know, in different cultures, they're very negative. So I think maybe just think for other people and... I don't know. Take care of the world. Who knows? I don't so, know what tip to give. <laughs> let us know what it is that you guys started working on. The Yeah. Those attitudes that you're guilty of. But upon hearing this podcast, you decided to work on mm-hmm, it. And you've, mm-hmm. you've stuck with it, even if it's difficult sometimes because you're surrounded by people who exhibit the negatives. Um, <laughs> do let us know. We want to hear from you. All right. Yes, please. All right. Tweet, email, and IGS. Thank you, guys. This has DM been another. Is the key. Yeah. D- <laughs> slide. Oh, single hot males, please slide into Jelly Victor's DMs <laughs> at Jelly Victor. At Jelly Victor. Um, All right. That's the cue to end this podcast. <laughs> Desperado na po. When Monica pimping you out. <laughs> You should have heard what Jude said when we passed by one of the booths. <laughs> and let's have it. And let's have it. So we were headed to the toilet, and there was this one booth. There was a uh, there was an expat working. And then, pagdaan namin sa harap, Jude's like, oh, Chad, pwede na Oh, my God, Jude. Just anybody, right? And then, no, oh, Jude. But here's the thing. We all looked, and then we all smiled. So the guy smiled back at all of us. <laughs> she stopped. I go, keep walking. Don't re- be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Jelly was like Jelly was like this this predator who who sniffed the scent. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks for joining us for another great episode of the Eavesdrop Podcast. My name is Francesca. Jelly here, and this is Delamore. Thanks for spending time with us. See oh, you next time. Bye. All right, guys. We know that whenever we do podcasts, you guys kind of want to get in on the conversation. Well, guess what? On Anchor, there is a thing called Anchor Voice Messages, and that's where our listeners, yes, you guys, can send us messages, questions, violent reactions, and it's all on the Anchor site, and we can download it and play it on the actual podcast. Are you sure about the violent reactions? (laughs) Anyways, do check us out. That's the eavesdrop on anchor.fm. That was brought to you by Anchor by Spotify. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 